Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. I am living in a hot box. My heart hurts. My head hurts. We are emotionally traumatized yet again by Stacey. Guys, stay tuned for a great show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It's the perfect song for this episode. <laughs> episode nine, season one, station nineteen. I can't. I, can't. I, I just am, can't. I am heartbroken, distraught, emotionally drained. Man, guys, welcome know. back to Station Nineteen After Show at Afterbus TV. I'm one of your hosts, Linda Antwee. Hey guys, I'm the Kia Monet. Hey. hey, hey girls, hey, hey, hey girl, boys, hey. hey. <laughs> so, overall thoughts. Literally, that breath that I just left out, um, it was really messed up. And I felt like every time I thought it was resolved or it was over, more stuff just kept piling on. So I'm really emotionally drained. Every single week we talk about this, how (laughs) they take us on an emotional roller coaster. And you think, oh, no, nothing's really going to happen. And something always happens. And I don't know why that hasn't stuck in my head. It's all. And then the fact that next week is the season finale. It's like this episode, like, gave us a pre-heart attack. I think for the big heart attack. I mean, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Good show, though. Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted by this episode. All right. So let's talk about uh, first J.J. and Miller. Ooh. Full steam ahead with those two. Hot and heavy, late nights, lots of staying up all night. Lots of sexy time. Lots of sexy time. Lots of drinking time. No sleep time. No sleep. (laughs) Team no sleep. So we found out, actually, that J.J. actually has a job. Because remember we were talking about it last week? Like, why are you taking all this time off? She is a music reviewer. So that's why she's going to concerts and staying up late, which is not really conducive to Miller's job. Yeah. Right? I was thinking to myself, because I'm like, you know, do firefighters have days off? Because it's like they really can't have personal lives because, God forbid, that intertwines with your your job, being a firefighter. And it sucks because now, after everything that happens, it's like, this is a girl that I think he really likes, but... Because he feels so bad. You know, like, I think it's going to mess up the relationship. So I asked, like, because if you see, like, Andy was dating a firefighter. Montgomery was married to a firefighter. So it's like, do you have your time off? Do you have time for other people? Well, I think they do. I think that it's very, it's shift work, right? Yeah. So it's like four days or six days on, whatever days off, and then on and then off. And you're there 24-7 yeah. except for your off days. Usually, I think that's how it works. And viewers, if it works differently, please do let us know. Um, but what I thought was interesting about their relationship is that it was just so full. St- I know they're in the honeymoon phase, yeah. but I also think that Miller 
what we saw from his character all the way through, he takes his job seriously. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like he wasn't taking his job seriously. But that's because, you know, he's wrapped up in, in love, perhaps. Yes. You have something new to play with. And it's kind of like a distraction from work. Like, they all love their job so yeah. much. And they're so passionate. But I, I can understand that, like, when something new comes... You get a little caught up, and I think he got one of the biggest lessons ever. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so I think... Man. Um, <laughs> Man. That was a lie. But, you know... Um, what I thought was funny, too, is when Ben catches Miller napping. And he's like, I'm not napping. I'm I'm practicing meditation. Um, I know the downward puppy and the sad and happy baby I love it. poses. Making I like, up stuff. I was like, that is hilarious. I love it. What I do love about these episodes every week, it's always like, it's not just one person going through something. You always see someone else going through something. So I do appreciate the storyline of him and JJ and where the relationship could end up and how it ended up the end of this episode. And it's so relatable. It is. It's so relatable. Like, when we get to Travis and Grant, I mean, I'll, I don't want to put my personal business out there, but it is. So, <laughs> this show is very relatable. Yes. Um, and speaking of relatable, we have a wonderful leader that is so relatable. Oh, we do. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ah, sorry guys, I'm still in station mode, so... My brain's on fire, literally. I am so shocked. Uh, But do you guys want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life? But those who do, we have the podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to better all aspects of your life. And some of these guys on Station 19 can definitely benefit from that. Uh, From health and wellness to career (laughs) relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. And we love free, free. Linda. Okay? Uh, be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know that it was the Station 19 crew that sent you Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out. Yeah, it's she's am- fab. It's amazing. That's it's, it. You really can learn a lot from her. She is the queen bee. Queen bee. And she she gives a lot of great tips on that podcast. Agreed. Yeah. <sighs> I, I'm still... Like, I need her podcast after this episode. Real, something, something to decompress. Okay, let's talk about Andy and Ryan. Ooh. So we see them, they're like, they've got their routine. So they talked about it last week where mm-hmm. they have their morning routine. And now we see that they're almost like in a full-fledged relationship now. They're out running in the morning. They're talking about her dad and his cancer. And I was like, I literally wrote WTF. Yeah, like... How do you go from one relationship? Not how, like, why would you, but if you... Okay, I feel like Andy doesn't want to be in a relationship with anybody. Which is what she thought. I thought she's been saying. Exactly. So mm-hmm. the way I'm forming this question is not how could you, but if you wasn't feeling the first relationship and you wanted to be single, how could you get into another one if that's not what you really want? Which is what we talked about last week as well. <laughs> this... I was going to like call it's this different. Chick. Yeah, like... 
Andy. Andy, bro. I don't understand what exactly is going on with you. You just fought to get out of a relationship. You told this dude that, you know, you like the, the way it's, like, flowing, and it's basically just your bed buddy. Yeah. And now you have moved it up to you're, you're together? That's like, weird. It's different if... It's different if you're with Jack and you literally just don't want to be with that person, but you want another relationship. But the way she's making it seem, she doesn't want any relationship. Right. So I'm confused. And now Ryan's her ex who still has feelings. And I just feel... A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. And Jack is still madly in love with her. Yeah. And they're all kind of on the same team. Yeah. One's PD, one's a firefighter, but we all still work together. It's just... Andy, what are you doing? It's messy, but you've been messy. You are messy yeah. in your relationships. Yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, your work ethic and all of that, but in your relationships, like, I don't know what's going on with you, and mm-hmm. I don't even know how you have the bandwidth to just, like, jump from one to one to one and then be emotionally involved. Because you have history with Ryan. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. A lot of history. A lot. That's, like, one of your so you can't be loves. all, like, oh, this is a super casual. No. Not bra. Check. No. Serious. <laughs> Serious. So that's what's been bothering me. I'm like, how do we do that if you didn't want that? Now you want this. Okay. Mess. That's it. <laughs> Just a hot mess. Just Andy. a hot mess. Hi. But moving from Andy and Ryan in that hot mess, and we'll revisit that mm-hmm. a little bit later with the love triangle. Uh, let's talk about Travis and Grant. Oh, I love this. Me too. I needed I needed that break in yeah. all the drama that was going on in the show today. And I just thought that, again, Grant is so good for him. He is. You know, like, he, he will move at his pace. He will not push him. He will still be, like, affectionate and loving and caring and considerate. And I just, I loved everything about this. It's two. beautiful. I love what Grant says to him. Like, I know when something's worth the wait. Like, I'm here with you. Yeah. I got it. I know yeah. your situation. I don't want to rush you. And I think a lot of people, we all deserve someone like that. So I'm yeah. just pretty understanding. So I loved seeing them. It's, it's so perfect. I loved it. I know. And I love that their first uh, date was him cooking and breakfast at that. So it's like not so Hi, can I and, date a chef? Right. Not so stiff and, uh, like, you know, late night dates, like, not so right. stiff. And I just thought, oh, you know, you two are really special. A like, beautiful I'm, couple. Already. Like, I'm shipping them right now. Yeah. Um, I know they didn't make it, make it, but official, but there are a couple in my head, and I think it's really dope. And I think Travis needs that. He needs it. I, I said it. I don't want to be a, I told you so person, but you told I told us. you. Yeah. That's exactly what he needs. Someone to push him, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Someone to give him space, but not too much. Yeah. Just like know that ebb and flow, right? Yeah. And I loved when he talked about, well, you know, sometimes I'm going to want to talk to you and be there, and sometimes I'm not. And yeah. sometimes um, I'm going to be all in, basically, and sometimes I'm not. And And for him to be okay. Like, it's cool. It's cool. I'm like, hello, where's my guy like this? Dude. Where's my Prince Charming? Dude. <laughs> facts. Facts. Hashtag facts. Where is my grant? <laughs> Seriously. Where are you? Um, and then I wanted to talk about just the station in general and your yeah. overall thoughts about the captain race. Because as we move into the season finale, we're probably going to find out who the captain is going to be. And so what did you feel like the overall vibe was at the station? I feel like, okay, because I, I know I said this in my prediction last week, Miss Maya, I think, like, everyone's excited. Everyone's still nervous because, you know, 
Ripley kind of left them on edge. And, you know, this is something Andy really wants, Jack really wants. But I was feeling a vibe from Maya that when I think Ripley put it in her head and she never thought about it, and I believe because she's such a perfectionist, now she is like, oh, I can do this too. So she was throwing little jabs out there here and there at Andy a little bit. And I think now she realizes how great she is. So that's the vibe that I was getting. Like, I I feel like people actually are just really scared. They don't know who's going to be, you know, the captain. But I do feel Maya in the background like, oh, I I could do this too. I've been championing you. Why not? Yeah, I got that vibe. But I also got a, like, team girl vibe with the three of them, Vic, Maya, and Andy. And how, like, okay, this is all about you right now, Andy. And we're rooting for you. And, and. You know, don't worry about the peer reviews, and they're going to sit down with the captain one on one, and you'll nail it, all of that. So I saw a lot of cheerleading st- mm-hmm. still going on, um, and like, you know, girl power. So I thought that was interesting as well, mixed in with what you were saying with Maya kind of realizing, you know what, I'm great too. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I definitely get it more from the girls because the guys, I, they're just all occupied and. Doing their own thing, but the girls definitely have Andy's back. Yeah, and they're definitely rooting for her. Yeah. so it's definitely interesting. And then to see. we saw hints of Captain Pruitt. Oh, Cap! Kind of like not discouraging Andy, but like don't get your hopes up. Lowering you know, your expectations. Yeah, I know how you are, and you say you're all good, but I know how you are. And I thought he was just really setting her up for some news that we'll yeah. talk about shortly. Ooh, child. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> These fools. <laughs> Pruitt and Ben. Mm. So Ben had a little bone to pick with Pruitt because yeah. he outed Ben to Bailey. Yeah. And you know, I love Bailey. And you know, you can't mess around with Bailey. You cannot. Right? Nope. You can't be in the doghouse with Bailey because she will let you have it. And he even said that. He's like, that's the toughest part. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was like, well, what are you talking about? You can't come at me right now. I'm ill. And he's like, you can't play the cancer card like you outed me to my wife about the dangers of this job and that I hadn't actually told her about them right and I thought that he had a good point like Captain Pruitt that's kind of not your job or your place or your place (laughs) like here you are this is your doctor and you guys have this you know doctor patient privilege well you know what husbands and wives have a a private bond that is between them as well yeah you know? But what I get from Captain Pura, though, because he's like he's older, he ha- he's that father figure, and I think when he does things, I think he doesn't realize. He just reminds me of an old dad or an old grandpa where he feels like he's doing the right thing. Where even when he uh, tells um, the cat the the well, I think Ripley yeah. that he doesn't want Jack or Andy to be. I really think he thinks he's doing it for the best. So I think when he's telling Billy about Warren, I think he thinks you know because I'm the dad. I, I'm the captain. These are my kids, and this is what's really going on. Like, I don't think he intentionally, you know, is trying to set them up for failure. Yeah, I hope so. I He's mean, like I that old so. grandpa that's like, yeah. I think I'm a skeptic a little bit because I'm just like, <laughs> what is your motive? Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't really have anyone to talk to, and Bailey's like, you know, so I think he's just saying, yeah, it's a little dangerous. It's. It's not his place, but I do think he's not thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like that old dad that's like, oh, we're yeah. I mean, I, And I thought it was interesting that he was like, you shouldn't keep things from your family. <laughs> and Ben called him right out on it. Like, like you are not going okay. to talk, homie. But I, I like that Ben was able to go toe to toe with the captain. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you and I got your number. <laughs> so let's talk about the first emergency and the only emergency of the show or the mm-hmm. episode. 
And uh, I liked how they call it stuffing turkey because it was, again, something fire facts that I didn't know about. And yeah. speaking of great fire facts, we have some fire facts coming up Ooh, later that is going to rock your socks. Yes. Um, so we see this divorcing couple and we saw them in the beginning and how they set up the show. I just love it. They yeah. introduce you and then they go right into it and then they come back to whoever is going to be the focus of the episode. So this couple... We get that they're they've been together for some time and they're divorcing and they're nitpicking at Ugh. what's mine and what's yours and what's this, and uh, the wife has this fire going right, and she's throwing stuff in and and I was like wow this like how petty it's so petty but it reminded me of a personal story oh yeah so my grandparents when they first got married my grandmother was like. Like 19, my granddad was 19 or 20. He wasn't like the greatest husband, and literally, they just got married. My great grandmother told me that my grandmother threw her wedding photos down the incinerator, except for one. So, if you actually go through my great grandmother's photo albums, you see one photo of my grandmother and grandfather wow. before their divorce. But she literally did the same thing, threw them all away. And my great grandmother at the time was like, I just paid for these photos. <laughs> <laughs> and my grandmother was like, I don't care. So, they were able to say one photo. And yeah, she was trying to get rid of those photos. Man, I mean, Penny Boots. <laughs> Listen, it's serious business. Yeah, serious business getting divorced, people. So we get this couple, and uh, they're trying to stuff the turkey. Now, my understanding of stuffing the turkey is that you're you're fighting the fire from the inside yeah. and the outside at the same time, right? Yeah. To contain it. Yeah. Um, and so they go through the garage. And this is when things come a little dicey, right? So we have this lady who Gosh. is like high tech. Uh, I can't remember the end of cybersecurity yeah. she's in. And so she has a thumbprint to open up everything and complete like Fort Knox oh my garage. Gosh. Now going back to JJ and Miller. So we know that Miller had no sleep. Not even like an hour because when they got home they had an hour. He could arrest it, but they decided they wanted some, you know, mm. funky time. <laughs> um, and then, so he goes straight to work. And now you're saving lives. You're saving lives. You have people's lives in your hand. And he just had to remember a four-digit code. I have a bad memory, and I remembered that code. 0302. Like, 0302. 0302. It's, I mean, come on. But if he was paying attention when Jack told him to put his channel on channel so, three. That, too. Oh. So you missed that because you weren't you were sleepy and then you couldn't remember. But what I thought was what irritated me is like, okay, have you ever been on a walkie-talkie? Yeah. Okay. Even like uh, your the old oh, what are those the phones? next cells next cells right. So if you're reaching out to somebody and they're not responding at all, something is wrong. And it wasn't like you were four blocks away. Like you were just literally. Around. So why would you not? go and find out what the number was. That's That aggravated me because I'm like, you're writing the house or you can just switch to channels and just go, bro, what was the code again? Or bring someone with you. That's when I was like, you're right there. Just yeah. ask, what's the code again before you mess it up? And you're not a brand new firefighter, so <laughs> if you're not on channel three and you're not hearing anyone and no one's responding to you, something's wrong, dude. That sounds like, would you think that something's wrong and everyone's hurt outside if you're not hearing anything on a fire <laughs> on an emergency fire aggravated me a lot that's just my thoughts I don't know what you guys thought but I thought that <laughs> that part Stacy. yeah that wasn't my fave not my favorite 
So, uh, Miller basically locks them in. Oh, right. My God. So, because the woman's fingers are blistered, the thumbprint doesn't work, and the code is now locked them in into basically like a fort, right? With no windows, which is ridiculous that she even built such a thing. I mean, what is she, what I mean? Like, I get it, but as a just in case, like what just happened. Yeah, but she's in cybersecurity, so I think that she because when she said that she built it. And it's an independent system. Yeah. That's kind of like her techie nerdy stuff. I got that. that but I, aren't you thinking about you're in cybersecurity and you're like the head, you know, top of the chain, whatever. Aren't you thinking about the what ifs or other people's safety or your safety? Yeah, but she Golf said bitch, it. your hand like, gets cut off. What are we doing? Yeah, but she said she thought <laughs> she because of her job, she thinks of so much about people not getting in, that she didn't think about Mm-mm. people not getting out. You gotta lose that. Because now you're married, golf, you have kids. That's what, like, I'm just thinking, like, you don't live in a house by yourself. And I got that. You don't want people to get in. But, sis, we're married. So, <laughs> <laughs> what if your fingers get cut off and you guys are being hijacked and kidnapped in your house? And I don't know. I, that's just some selfish people who are not thinking. But I got it. <laughs> build, build your fortress, girl. Uh, or at least have a backup. Like, have your that's husband a, have his thumbprint that's what to be I'm available, saying. Like, too. Like, have a backup. It can't just be you. Yeah, that's, you're that's what I'm saying. If you're going to do it yeah. and you're married, but. your husband has to be the backup. That's why I don't really like technology like that. I don't do the thumbprint. Everything is old school. Uh, like, are you? I yeah. love technology. Because golf a bit, something happens and you can't get into my phone. I love technology. I get in an accident and I'm passed out and the cops, what are they going to Girl, wake up. No. <laughs> I need for you to get in. See, I'm old Can school. I'm a logical thinker. But, but that's kind of not logical and, and, and I won't veer off too much. But like, let's say you are passed out, mm-hmm. right? And this is your phone. I would just go like this. Say my fingers burned off. Oh, and your pasta and your yes, fingers burned off. I'm in a fire, and okay. I, they, you know what I'm saying. Uh, like okay. I, I don't want no thumbs. I, I like it old school. Okay, Sorry, okay. Siri. <laughs> Beautiful garage, though. Beautiful garage. You know, there's there's face recognition. <laughs> I don't do too, that right? either. So I mean, let's we could we could debate this, yes. but we're getting off topic. So let's go back on topic. Um, Andy doesn't like how in the beginning Ryan and Jack were kind of being laughing buddies like she called okay. it and it's because she had that secret you know you let your ex and your ex and now they're buddies that's but one like, of them doesn't know about the other exactly and that's why she's stressed out they're working together I mean every time there's a fire your boo Ryan's gonna show up because he's a cop and your other boo who you just kind of let go recently who proposed to you <laughs> like Andy, this is a mess, and this is what happens when you have messes. They grow into bigger messes. Oh my gosh, she's a mess. Um, I thought the little comedy part, which we needed, because as things were getting hot and the temperatures were getting up there, it was stressful, and they were all like getting um, more fatigued. Yeah, it was stressing me out. And then the cop, and I didn't catch her name, me but either. the female cop, when she uh, thinks that Gibson's into her <laughs> and that she's going to have to have the talk with him because she doesn't want like things to get awkward, I laughed I my butt off. You needed that comic relief because I think we were getting like emotional and sad. We were. And I'm like, is this going to be the end? What's happening? And like all six of them? Really? Are you guys going to do this? And it's possible because anything is possible in Shondaland. Uh, that's a fact. And we learned that the hard way with all of other uh, Shonda's other shows. So. Yeah. 
Anything can happen. And then you see that Jack first has a glimpse of Andy and Ryan's interaction there, and he kind of pauses for a moment. Did you catch that? Yeah, that's a thing. I'm like, okay, Andy, Ryan probably doesn't know, but like you, touch, like you guys are touching hands. You guys are flirting. Looks like you guys are about to make out in this fire. Your ex, who you have not told anything, is literally standing right, right there. there. Let's take that yeah, into It was really awkward. It was awkward, and I was feeling such emotion for. Miller mm-hmm. and the guilt that he was feeling because oh, you know you could you could have potentially killed six of your coworkers that are your family. Yeah, all for fireflies. All for fireflies. <laughs> Hashtag fireflies. Yeah, I felt bad for him, and that's you can tell that he wanted to help them any way possible because he had the guilt because he knew that it was well. It, it, I hate to say it was his fault, but because of him not paying attention, that it was his a, fault. It could have been avoided. No, it was his fault. Yeah, like come on, Miller. you were lucky you weren't in my open. Yeah, because I was about to say this is all on you. This is all on you, bro. We're gonna um, make you feel bad. Yeah, and then what I felt too was that again, I was like, "Are you brand new?" Because he felt the guilt, and I felt the panic that he started setting in. Yeah. So when he was trying to smash out the window and Ben was trying to be logical with him, and yes, he, he did go outside the box, but I felt like he was, like, panicked. Yeah. And panicked from the guilt and not from the situation. Yeah. I don't think he was thinking straight. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was sleep-deprived, so it was all types of wrong. It was all types of wrong. What I liked seeing was Travis step up. Travis, he did such an amazing job because remember the first time he had to play captain and he was super nervous and things weren't going his way. I think this was his time to shine and he really shined. He really did. And he had that sense of calm. Yeah. And and I just was like, wow, this is like a whole new dude. I love it. I love, but I also love what Stacey and Chandra are doing because now it's becoming, and I think I said this in a prediction, where it's just not Andy and Jack anymore. It's Tra- uh, Travis stepping up. It's Maya stepping up. You know what I'm saying? I can say this for a prediction, but I like the way I think this is going. Yeah, I mean, every episode, the show just gets better and better. Yeah, like, it's, it ain't just going to be one captain. It's, oh, I, too, <laughs> can M- do this. M-bomb. <laughs> I, too, am the best. Sorry, guys. Sit down. <laughs> so then we saw... A little bit about Ryan there, too, that kind of set me off a little bit. Because, you know, he has... I don't know if he has a hero complex, but he mentioned, oh, is this going to be a throw the baby to me situation as well? And then when he wanted to ram the car through the garage door and he wasn't listening to reason, I was like, well, these are the firefighters. And... You're in an enclosed space. <laughs> like, so bro, carbon monoxide will Even kill you. I know, like, the carbon monoxide alone is not going to be a good deal with you with the heat. I think he just wanted to compete with Jack, and he wanted to look like the hero. Like, Again. Um, yeah, like yeah. you said, like, if I get them out of here, Andy will definitely love me. Yeah. And instead of him just listening, of course he's upset with Jack. He's jealous. Yeah. Um, I think he just wanted to be the hero, and he was not thinking. He could have literally killed everyone in that in garage. There. Yeah. Because he At least I'm trying to do something. Well, you know no, what? It, sit down. I'd rather you sit down and we die this way yeah, than right. you kill us with carbon monoxide. Right, poisoning. Um, and then we got a little j- glimpse of Maya and her thoughts of being captain there, right? Telling you they She's keep coming under, up. Under her breath. Like, She's this doing could be totally different. Shady boots. Not shady because she wants to be it. It's just sometimes the way Maya goes about things. Like, Maya's character, I'm still trying to fill her out because, like, 
sometimes I get like super obsessive, super um, perfectionist. She's there for Andy, but then like because she's a perfectionist, she gets a little shady sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to go about that. It's not shady because you want to be a lieutenant. Do you? You have room to grow. Yeah. You have every right to want to be the captain. Yeah. But to throw like those jabs, it's like girlfriend. I, what happened? I know Andy was thinking like, wait, whoa, yeah, you should, because Andy was rooting for her. But don't don't stab me while we're well, done. I was just gonna say that it's kind of one of those things where um, my mom always said, you know, someone could be smiling in your face and stabbing you in the back at yeah. the same time. And it's like, is is this a friend of me situation? Or are you guys actually besties? And I think we're still feeling out what that relationship looks like. Yeah, um, the relationship's even weirder now because I mean, with Ryan involved, I'm getting vibes from Maya. Maya just I gets, said that too. Yeah, you said that. Like when she said, and I have to go there since we brought it up. We see each uh, other at the best and worst every day, and she's like, you know, that's not any different with Andy and Jack. I was like, Maya, Maya, what you doing? She's throwing. Little, I don't shade. know. She's throwing shade at yes. Andy. It's like the friend that loves to support you, but also that friend like that's in the sheep and the wolf's clothing. Like, girl, yeah. what are you doing? So her in the garage doing that, I'm like, Andy just supported you. Not just in the garage. Remember at the bar? Yeah. yeah like, and so Maya, uh, I don't know about her character. You're just making some, some side <laughs> moves here. What are these side moves about? I'm not sure yeah. yet. I'm going to keep it open-minded, but whoa, that did not yeah. look good. <laughs> um, and then also her choice to, after they decide, so there was like this, I would never have thought of it, but so it was the water heater mm. and the gas and making a bomb and turning it towards the garage door, whatever, all this stuff. It was like, it was like um, MacGyver. Yeah. It was like MacGyver days, right? So they did that, but then Maya sees something loose. Cool. And she decides that she can go for it, and she gets blasted. And I think that's going to affect her. In the yeah, because coming. they had that ringing, and it was all yeah. Was like, oh. Maya is such a perfectionist. She also has that hero complex, yeah. Where I think she always wants to do the right thing and prove like. And now I think she's like, oh, I can do this, and it's like, no, you're not thinking. Same thing with Ryan. You're not thinking logically. Yeah, I need for you to step back from this bomb. Yeah, and she got. Um, thank God she didn't get killed, but I think this is now going to affect her. Uh, in the future. Yep, I agree with you. We love you, Maya, but you need to calm down. Yeah, we love you, Maya, but whoa. Several seats. Several, several seats. Or just focus on your own life. Yeah. How about that? And being better at your own life. Um, So then we see what I thought was an interesting, like, I don't know, it stuck to me was when we saw, I saw Ben talking to Oliver outside and saying, like, you need to just, like, this is not your fault or calm down and all of this. And then he says to Audrey, you're going to need ice packs and all of this. And your body's trying to recapitulate. Say the word because I always get it wrong. Recapulate. Recap. Mm, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like balance. Your, your body's. Oh, trying I don't know to, why I can't say this word for some reason. It's all good, girl. Recalibrate. Thank you. Recalibrate. Recalibrate. That's the word. Thank you. Your Juliet. body's trying to recalibrate yourself. Thank you producer at the best <laughs> um, and I thought that was like a great metaphor for yeah. everything that's going on right with yeah. Travis trying to balance his work love Miller same thing yeah, see it's just it's, it's good- yeah oh god Stacey wow you're good chills <laughs> chills <laughs> such a great show yeah um, and then we jump to the bar so they made it through they didn't die 
And uh, Captain Pruitt, actually, we didn't mention this, but he showed up and really gave that boost of extra confidence and extra oomph that they needed to make it through that last hump. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they all go to the bar to unwind. And I love that it's the bar that we're familiar with because it's the same bar from Grey's Anatomy. Yes! Holla! Which I feel like they might be having some swinging doors open with some Grey's people coming to the bar. I love it. Listen, do that crossover. Do a love <laughs> crossover with the two. That's that, what I that's love. That's what I'd like to see. Um, and then Ryan asks the table, but specifically Maya, Does Andy, do Andy and Jack always work so well together? Oh, my goodness. Right? So Ryan's feeling a little tinge of jealousy. And then on the flip side, we have Jack, who basically confronts Maya yeah. in front of Ryan at the bar. Yeah. Go. First of all, I love him. I love everything about Jack. And I think he had every right. And I feel like um, his name is Gray in real life. The way he acts, he brings that vulnerability through the screen. Mm -hmm. Because I felt how vulnerable he was and how upset and angry he was. And he confronted her, like, what is good? What? Because he peeped it in the garage. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, I literally proposed to you. You cut me off. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, and he put her in a tight space, but look, girl. She needs that. She needs because that. Because she, she's a great dancer around Yeah. Things, right? So he's like, no, I'm confronting this head on. How long have you been together? Ugh. Obviously, you didn't waste any time. And has it been since the breakup? Or was it before, before. the breakup? And she has no words. I'm like, girl, but low key, I feel like Maya's like feeding off of this, and she of thinks she is. this is a great downfall for her so called quote unquote uh, best friend. Oh, it's so terrible. But I also love this because now it's gonna give Jack that boost, like, bro, this ain't a team no more. Like, I'm gonna Dude, be captain, or work. you're gonna be captain. This, this is, is work. This yeah. is work. You know, but it was heartbreaking because I felt the heartbreak through the screen. Yeah, me too. Poor Jack. Yeah. We're here for you, Jack. I'm Serious. just saying. Uh, and then we see Jack sit down. Um, and he confronts Miller, mm. and Vic lies for for Miller. She blames Station Fifteen Ugh. and says that there was some electrical malfunction. And Ugh. I was like, "Oh, I'm scared. I hope that doesn't come back." To right? Because now you guys have some you you guys have some lies and untruths yeah. in this family. Because they're hiding Vic's lies, yeah. now they're hiding Her, Miller's lies. Yeah. So it's like how many more lies and secrets? I love right. that they're a family, but. These these are actually important things because now we're firefighters and these are causing dangers in our lives. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, can we fake the funk and protect everyone? Or yeah, do we address speak up? it so it doesn't happen again. Exactly. And then Miller says, "Well, there won't be a next time." As we see him ignoring JJ's oh. call, right? So I thought, ooh, that's going to be. He just wants to date a firefighter or a doctor from Grace because <laughs> apparently you can't date anyone on the outside. You can't date the night girl, right? You can't. You got to date she, a cop, a doctor, or a firefighter. Shift shift work, same mm-hmm. shift work that you have. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot. It was a lot, and the reason I kept saying it was a lot because once once the big thing happened with the garage and the fire, they come to the bar. I'm like, oh, thank God, everything is calm. And literally, it was like bang, 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 more, more, more. Yep. And it left us on the edge of our seats. I know we were freaking out. All of it. And then it doesn't even end on a, like, whew, I feel relief now. No. We see Pruitt and Andy sitting at the bar. Oh, God. And he actually tells her that he wants, like, it to be a family and the captain can't come from the inside. So, hey, Andy, I didn't support you. (laughs) And I didn't support Jack. But, I mean, okay, if you think about it. Like, I get where he's coming from. I don't. I get that that's his daughter, but if you think about his position, 
He can't support Jack, which I think he really wants to because Jack has the most experience because his daughter will be upset. He can't support his daughter because everyone on the inside will look at that like this nepotism and she only got it because she's daddy's little girl. And it's going to separate. He knows how his daughter is. It's going to separate the crew. So if Andy gets it, the whole crew is going to look at it like this girl doesn't have experience. It's not fair. I get where you're coming from, Papa Puret. Like... It sucks. I know. You're my dad. You're my dad. You're my dad. So if you say you believe in me and you say I can be anything and do anything, yeah. and I've supported you from the get-go, I supported you being a captain, and I waited and waited and waited for finally you to promote me, then I think that you should have my back, period. That's I do. It. I think he should have her back, but I do agree with what he said about the whole captain situation. I don't agree. Because it's going to be tough to have them two on the inside be captain, and one is your daughter who does not have the experience. And the one with the experience, you want to promote them, but you can't over your daughter. So you have to stay neutral and say, you know what? Don't give it to either one of them. I think that's a pussy move. <laughs> I'm not into it. I'm not down at all. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm, I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, and then, because my heart needed to be warmed up toward the end of the episode, oh. Travis shows up at Grant's job. I almost cried. I know, me too. <laughs> I just, um, he's like, there's a million reasons why I should take this so slowly, but I don't want to. And I want to be with you. And they kissed, oh. and it was so sweet. Thank you for ending on such a good note, because this show was stressful. Yes, yeah, stressful. Stressful. I'm excited to see where that relationship goes. Me too. I love it. Should we move on to news and gossip? Yes, let's do it. News and gossip. I can't believe this is the, uh, close to the last show. Yeah, me neither. One more episode. Mm, 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 mm. And we know that it's going to be a doozy. Because you know what they said? Station 19 finale event. Oh, God. Anytime something is an event, it's like a huge deal. And these ABC Shondaland shows have a good way of literally stabbing you in the heart. So you have to wait like eight months before they come back. I know. So I'm excited to see what the event is. Yeah, it's going to be something major. I mean, just after TV news. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah, that's cute. Um, so I got some graphics because I'm big on the graphics uh, for the news and gossip. One of the things I actually can start with with news and gossip is within the Shondaland world. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Station 19 is probably going to be one of the only shows that survives the cuts and the renewal season. What? Mm-hmm. What about How to Get Away with Murder? Well, no, out of our new shows. Oh, new shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. All our old me. shows are, are all They're up good. And good. But okay. in the new shows, because there's a couple of new shows, and word on the street is that uh, this one's doing really, really well. Right. Um, and probably the only one that gets renewed. Oh, wow. I know, That's right? That's crazy. But this show's so good, though. It is so good. If you're not watching it, you need to start watching it from the beginning to end. And then watch your after throw as well. Um, and then uh, another great news tip is there is a film festival called the ATV. No, excuse me. The ATX Television Film Festival. It's in Austin, Texas. June 7th to the 10th, and they've added Station 19 to the lineup. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, And then I have some pictures I wanted to show you guys. Cool. So the first one we have is, that's the cop on the far (laughs) left, uh, Saria Blue, 
who I don't know what her character's name is, but she says, can't say enough about how much I adored working with the brilliant, wonderful cast and crew of Station 19. Aww. So they had a great time filming their, their episodes, Look and I thought that them. was a fun picture. Yeah. And then the hey. next one... So we have Vic uh, Barrett-Doss, and she writes, and sometimes you go to work on vacation. I love you at Station 19 and can't wait. And she has had, like, she's doing some type of voiceover, some type of thing. Not sure, but she's like us with the headphones and the mic. I love it. Love it, right? And then the next one, uh, I thought this was really special. So uh, they were celebrating National Firefighters Day about a week ago, and they posted and said they're so grateful to the brave men and women who risked their lives to save others. Happy National Firefighters Day from Station 19. That's so cool. Yeah. And then the next one, which is a fun one as well, is they selfie bombed Stacey McKee. So (laughs) they took her phone and they did a selfie and then she found it later. And she, she basically hashtag saying... This is the face you get when you know there's a new episode coming up. Yay. Also, this is what you get when you leave your phone alone and your <laughs> cast uh, does this. Stacy, Oh, they're so cute. Yeah, they are. Oh, my gosh. This one I love. So it's Ability Magazine. We had a split screen of Ben on the cover and both Travis and Ben reading the cover of that magazine. He looks really good on the cover, too. Yeah, he does. They both look great. Yeah. They're all hotties. I would say the whole cast are hot. Hotties, yeah. Every single person on the show is very attractive. And then my last photo that I had to show because, you know, it's Shonda Love. <laughs> Two powerful women doing big things over at ABC. I love it, and I just can't get enough of Shonda That's Land. amazing. Shonda, yes. Stacy, like, Shonda Land's amazing. Shonda Rhimes is dope. Yeah, love it. Uh, should we move on to some fire facts? Yeah. Fire facts. Woohoo. We have to keep that clapping going in. I love it. I like that. So my first Firefax is Molly Williams. And I don't have a picture of her, unfortunately. But she was the first recorded woman to serve as a firefighter in New York City in 1815. Whoa. She was also the first African-American firefighter and a woman. And there's so much. Yeah, there's so much to the story because she was actually... A slave. She was owned by someone, right? But she also was a firefighter, and her story is quite a unique story. Oh, I so would love to see a movie made about her. That absolutely. That's a hidden figure right there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was like, I had no idea. That's Amazing. A super fun fact, and I'd like to know more. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna like yeah. go and look this up and kind <laughs> of learn the story. It. And then uh, Benjamin Franklin is responsible for the first fire company in Philadelphia. They were known as Benjamin Franklin's Bucket Brigade, oh, cool. and they would meet monthly to discuss like new fire techniques. That is I so cool. Like, how cool is that? I didn't know All that. Right, about Benjamin ben. Franklin. Go ahead, Ben. <laughs> um, a firefighter needs 100 hours of training before they can legally be allowed to enter the interior of a building, a burning building. Oh that's a lot of training. That is with a lot of equipment. That's intense. I, being a firefighter is one of the most dangerous jobs, and I, I give my I tip my hat to them because it's amazing. Yeah, and you have to both be physically and mentally alert yes. all the time in high stress situations. I couldn't do it where your life is on the line. Couldn't do it. <laughs> um, 
And I have a question for you guys and for you, mm-hmm. Kia. How long do you think firefighters have to get dressed? So when the fire alarm goes off, yeah. how long do they have? Can I answer? Yeah. Six, 60 seconds? That's pretty close. Ooh. So they have to do it in less than two minutes and with all their gear on, which can weigh between 80 and 120 pounds. What the heck? Listen, I, I get ready in 30 minutes and I feel like I'm doing a great job. Right. Oh, my gosh. Like 30 minutes, I'm like, woo, I'm out of here quick. And like when the alarm goes off, like you have to stop literally what you're doing in the and, station. Yeah, two minutes. Wow. That's why I give it to firefighters. They're the most amazing people on this planet. I feel so, too. I feel so, too. They're those awesome. are my fire facts for the Yay, day. Yay, those are awesome. Should we move on to... Predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. All right, go ahead. I do not think they're going to announce the captain next week uh, for the last show. And if they do, I do not think it's going to be Andy or um, Jack. I think to spruce it up and to spice it up, I think they're going to either bring someone new in or I think Maya's going to do something like, I now want to do it. Hold off, guys. I don't know. Like I feel I feel like her and Travis might want to be like, I now want to be the captain. So I do now see this fight for the captain seat, and I do not see them um, announcing the captain. And I think Andy's going to have to, like, her, Jack, and Ryan is going to get tricky. And we see from the previews next week, they're going to be in a tough situation. So that's all I got. Uh, okay, so I think that we're going to see more about J.J. and Miller, and I think that, uh, no, yeah, J.J. and Miller, and I think that J.J.'s going to kind of become stalker-ish. Because we already saw that she has, like, that... She gives me those vibes. That tendency to be over... Not over-aggressive, but kind of, like, clingy. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. so I think that that's going to be an issue for Miller, and he's going to have to address it. Um, I think that Travis and Grant... Are gonna we're gonna see a lot more of them yes. coming up, and I think that Grant is gonna make Travis stronger, which leads into what you're saying, where yep. you're gonna see more leaders step up at the station house. Um, I think that uh, the Andy Ryan Maya <laughs> and Jack situation, the four of them, yeah. it's not a triangle, the square <laughs> uh, is gonna blow up next week somehow, some way. Yep. Between emotions and then the high stress situation that we saw from the preview, I think that that that's going to blow up in a bad way. Mm. I do think they're going to announce who the captain is, mm-hmm. but I think they're going to announce at the very end of the show, <laughs> and we're going to be shocked and appalled, and they're going to be like, "See you next year, bye guys, bye guys." <laughs> I, I, I see that happening. Oh. I see that. Happening. So those are my predictions, guys. We have one more episode left before the season, well, as the season finale, and yeah. we are just beyond ourselves. I'm scared to We're going to try to emotionally prepare, but you can never emotionally prepare for these shows. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, guys, make sure to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about Station 19. Tell your friends about Station 19 After Show. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Wait. Oh, see, I'm so quick to go. She's like, bye. She's like so emotionally drained. Because I'm sad. I want to go home and cry. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you want to continue to reach out to us, I am Linda is so girly all across social media. And I am Kiki Boom Boom on all social media platforms. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hotbox, hotbox. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.